VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's a big show on your radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. Ah, uh, uh, hello, hello. Yes, yes, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you know me from... Uh, uh, Thor, I guess, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but uh, I, you're listening to none other than uh, John Boy and uh, who's it? Billy. Yes, John Boy and Billy. I knew it all along. I was just setting it up for uh, suspense. Wednesday, January the 19th, 2022. Yeah, we had a whole crew in here. Now, there's more to John Boy and Billy. There is Pillars. Yeah. <laughs> Go Clyde. Tater. Good to see you. Uh, good to see you too there, Marcy. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, Randy. Hello. Jackie. Hello. <laughs> she was here. There's Andy behind the glass. All right. Oh, January 19th. See what's happening. It's National Popcorn Day. All right, Tater, you ain't been eating as much popcorn so far this year. Is there some kind of resolution? Yeah, kind of cutting back. Cutting back on the popcorn. Maybe I should stay in my seat a little bit more and <laughs> leave the room. Good <laughs> <laughs> old popcorn. Uh, today is World Quark Day. Huh? Huh? Q-U-A-R-K, is that I it? I know there's some kind of weird uh, astronomy thing that's yeah. a quark. It's so like a black see. hole. It's, it's something like that. It's let's see what it says here. Officially celebrates quark and its many benefits. Hmm. Quark is a European superfood staking its claim on supermarket shelves worldwide. Hmm. Quark is a delicious, high-protein, low-fat alternative <laughs> to soft cheese and yogurt. They can be used for baking, cooking, and blending. So well, it sounds like was the right reaction. I've never heard of quark. No, no, you that no. was something in outer space. I thought that was the part. I thought that was Chevy Chase's Chevy Chase's role in uh, the vacation movies. Quark, quark, quark Griswold. Quark. I thought it was some kind of. A duck quack deal from a foreign duck. Anybody maybe. else got any what they thought it was? Let's get this over with now. <laughs> quark, quark. Okay. Soft cheese and yogurt. It's an alternative to soft cheese and yogurt. No, it's Man, not. Everything, what, what is this? Everything, have y'all tried the Beyond Chicken at KFC yet? They're going crazy with this plant-based food now stuff. You see Chipotle? I see a bunch of commercials on there. Just sitting around during the snow cooking and eating and making fun of foods that we're watching on TV. 
The, the thing about All right, it, wrap uh, it up. Go back to the Quark <laughs> stuff. I, I mean, I had the Burger King. Uh, Impossible just, Whopper. Yeah, I just wanted to try it. But it, when you look into it, it's not saving you any calories. I mean, it's got lower fat, but it's really not. It's just But here's them. another thing. They, they half time these places, they cook it on the same griddle that yeah. they cook the regular burgers <laughs> on. So sure. there's still animal fat in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all. Get you some quark. The impossible whopper is it tastes just like real meat. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, man, yeah. Somebody was talking about, was talking about Mad Max going off on the impossible mm. whopper when we were looking at the, the fake chicken there. Okay, let's see. Hey, maybe we ought to get him going up here. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, see here. We got our three days in history. Got them saved up. Let's get our first prize pack out. You know what we do? Wake up and play outburst. Big shows on the radio. <laughs> Good morning, got the big show on the radio. First prize pack of the day is a big old Astera Lab CBD variety pack. You heard all the great benefits of CBD. Well, now's the best time to try. If you buy it now, you get 65% off. Just use code JBB at checkout. While supplies last, must be 18 to win. Let's look at our three dates in history and get you ready for the category. So it's January the 19th. It was 1935. Jockey shorts went on sale for the first time in a Chicago department store called the Davis Street Store, later named Marshall Field. Mm. All right. Classic briefs. All right. Well, what were we wearing before then? Just boxers. Was, just just was boxers. It was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just boxers. Well, huh? if you go back far enough, I think it was a loincloth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Jockeys on sale. 35. Move up to 1949. The salary of the president of the U.S. was increased from 75 grand to 100 thousand, with an additional 50 thousand expense allowance added for each year in office. So today, the president makes 400 thousand dollars a year, along with a 50 thousand dollar annual expense account, a 100 thousand dollar non-taxable travel account, and 19 thousand for entertainment. Hmm. The most recent raise in salary was approved by Congress and President Bill Clinton in 99 and went into effect in 01. And he never collected that because it's like when the president officially approves on the, the raising of the salary, it's not until the next president. Right. That, ah, that the because everybody would just. Yeah, yeah. Because every it president would just up his own salary. Yeah. Did I you, just figured Hillary would be president by then. We cash. <laughs> <laughs> did you know that, that the president. Probably did, did The president and his family have to pay for their own food. Did not I've know heard, that. I've heard yep. that. Yeah, they sure yeah, do. Yeah. They get a grocery bill. Yeah. Yep. They have a, a full-time chefs and stuff sure. at the White House, but they have to actually pay for it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I hear later today they're feeding Biden quark. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show him. All right. Finally, it was on this date in 79. After three and a half seasons, the last Donnie and Marie show aired on ABC TV. Yeah. Donnie Osmond was 21. Marie was just 19. Mm. All right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, Joe Butler thinks Marie Osmond is the hottest thing on TV right? on the yeah. Nutrisystem commercial. Right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, pillars you're right along yeah. with him on that. <laughs> you liked her when she plumped up, didn't you? Yeah, I was very disappointed when she started doing them weight loss. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There's a category's 1-800-BIG-SHOWS. You told Freeline, use it. We play Outburst next. <laughs>
Good Wednesday morning, Big Show's on the radio. Check out the video of the day. We got one small man shooting one big gun. <laughs> like Ricky B. Sharp at a shooting range. <laughs> Check it out at thebigshow.com. And right now, let's get the hump day winning, McGinnis. Let's play Outburst. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Outburst, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Say hey to Chris. From Wilmington, North Carolina. We'll have a big Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. All right, buddy, coming in hot out of Port City this morning. You ready to go? <laughs> yes, sir, I am. All right, well, here we go. First category in five seconds, three things men wear. Ready? Go. Hats, shoes, and gloves. All right. Now we need three government jobs. Ready to go. Senator, president, vice president. And for the win, three TV variety shows. Ready to go. A game show, talk show, and infomercial. Yeah, well, work is kind of a there. Chris? Big old Astera Lab CBD variety pack. We'll get to you down beautiful Wilmington, North Carolina, Chris. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good work here, bud. Glad you won. Hang on. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Yeah, Taylor said a job mobility Facebook page, y'all. Once in the head of us, want to hear Mad Max on the Impossible Whopper. It's coming up next. Big Show on the radio, rolling through you Wednesday morning. All right, y'all. Hear that cough, Mad Max. John Boy and Billy, uh, Mad Max here. How's it going? How you think it's going? <laughs> I'm madder than a sack full of doorknobs. Oh, wait, that's how lumpy I am. <laughs> anyway, boys, I'm going to cut right to the cheese here. I try to keep an open mind about new scientific advances. LED light bulbs, they really do last longer. Flat screen TVs, love them. But I'm going to have to call bull duty on the impossible Whopper. <laughs> that new meatless hamburger at Burger King. Yeah. Uh, the impossible Whopper. Sounds like Oprah Winfrey's Secret Service code name. <laughs> anyway, so what we got here is a fake hamburger made with soybeans and yeast. 
It's got what they call an iron-rich protein blended with other vegetarian ingredients that have the slightly nutty texture of ground beef. All right, let's stop right there. <laughs> have you ever been at a cookout and heard somebody say, Good burger, Bob. You really captured that slightly nutty texture I like. <laughs> Me neither. Which puts that description right in the middle of an area I like to call my big old butt. The big question is, how does this new burger taste? Well, Burger King's chief marketing officer did some taste tests at work, and he says, people on my team who know the Whopper inside and out struggle to tell the old Whopper from the new one. Of course, what do you think he's going to say? <laughs> Throwing out Whoppers to the public is his job. He's the chief marketing officer at Burger King. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, hardcore vegans won't eat the new Whopper because it's cooked on the same grill they use for the real Whopper. In other words, they don't want their fake hamburger contaminated with real hamburger. <laughs> and, and check this out. True story. People for the ethical treatment of animals, my old buds at PETA, is protesting the impossible Whopper. Because Burger King tested it on rats. <laughs> now, when the animal rights people are protesting something that ain't even got any animal in it, that ain't what I'd call a five-star review. So, the impossible Whopper is not made from cows, which is more sustainable and earth-friendly. It doesn't cause climate change. Speaking of impossible Whoppers, there's three good ones right there. <laughs> all I know is... If the chief selling point for your new hamburger is it ain't got no hamburger in it, you might want to send your ad wizards back to the drawing board. The most impossible thing about this Whopper is the chance I'm ever going to walk in Burger King and order one. Now, hold on there, Max. Are you criticizing something you ain't even tried? How do you know it ain't delicious? i tell you how. Because they're selling it at Burger King. <laughs> Look, if we start running out of cows, call me. Till then, keep the hamburger in your hamburgers. Leave the Whopper alone. Sit out, shut up, and quit running my lunch. John Boyd Bill, y'all have a nice day. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Well, there's always something exciting happening in Dismal Seepage, South Carolina. And here to tell us all about it is the mayor himself, the Honorable Merwin Q. Fiddleswoop. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, John Boy, and all your wonderful <laughs> listeners. Well, 2022 is finally here. Sure, the world still sucks, but that doesn't mean you have to. <laughs> and to those ends, I'm proud to announce a festival, an entire year in the making, the first annual Dismal Seepage Resolution Revolution. Wow, a year in the making. Well, tell us about it. I sure will, John Boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Last year, we solicited people from the area to make life-changing resolutions for the coming year. You know, lose weight, stop drinking, quit smoking, exercise more, save money, you know, the usual stuff. And for a mere $500 entry fee, folks could put their money where their motivation is and enter into this 12-month-long contest. We had 30 people step up and put it all on the line, and they did this knowing that they would be held accountable for their commitment. Uh, Hold on a second. Held accountable sounds kind of ominous. Uh, Come to think of it, it does a little sound a little hunger gamey, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Can I finish? Oh, I thank you better. Yes. And the person who best stuck to their guns will be crowned king of the Resolution Revolution. Now, what's the point of all this? That's a great question, John Boy. (laughs) Well, you know as well as I do that we live in a world where accountability and personal responsibility are about as rare as a Carolina Panthers win. (laughs) Layabout kids trying to get Uncle Sam to pay for their college debt, fat people suing fast food companies, ticket buyers suing Hollywood. Really? No, but they should. Have you seen any of the crap lately? (laughs) Pathetic. Well, we'd like the good people of Little Dismal Seepage to set a nationwide example for keeping your word and sticking to your commitments. And if they don't? That's when the fun begins. (laughs) See, I knew that a big percentage of these contestants didn't have the sand to last a year. The honor system was a non-starter with these goobers. So each one was assigned a monitor, and when they slipped up, we just took pictures and documented it. Nobody gets a free ride. It sounds like Big Brother kind of stuff. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> the weekend kicks off with the big pride and shame parade. The five contestants who excelled and met their goals ride in a luxurious carriage courtesy of Giddy Up Gary's horse-drawn limos and falafel hut. <laughs> the losers have to dress in flesh-colored bodysuits and escorted by their monitors who chant shame, shame, like in Game of Thrones. Uh, wasn't that woman naked? Yeah, you know, I actually thought about doing that, but, you know, most of these people are built like Peter Griffin from Family Guy, so Pasadena on that. That's a little humiliating. Now you're getting it. <laughs> the rest of the weekend will be dedicated to showing everyone what winners and losers look like. It sounds so mean. Ah, oh, well, we try. <laughs> Saturday, we'll have the folks who couldn't quit smoking engaged in an MMA-style shoot-fighting festival. The winner gets a lifetime supply of nicotine gum and patches. Uh, the losers? 10% off their hospital. It'll stay. <laughs> the hard drinkers who couldn't stay on the wagon will be sent on a week-long luxury booze cruise sponsored by Old Buzzard Puke Bourbon. <laughs> when you don't care what you drink, drink puke. <laughs> Doesn't sound like punishment. Oh, well, they'll be locked in their room with only water and insure. <laughs> Take a pull off that, drunkie. <laughs> The folks who didn't stick to their diets will be forced to work in the not-so-fast fat boy food truck, where you have to weigh in to eat. If you're over the limit... Not-so-fast fat boy? Check out the big brain on John Boy. (laughs) But the best is yet to come. For the people that didn't stick to their exercise regimen, they'll be on a treadmill all weekend long. All weekend? Now, can't they just jump off? Well, sure. But that's when they'll really start running, because they'll all be wearing jogging shorts made of horse meat, sponsored by Lucy Biscuits Equine and Dine Meat Market. So so what makes them run? They'll each have a massive pit bull waiting to be released if they make a break for it, so yeah. That's diabolical.
Come on now, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> and Sunday night, we'll introduce the winners. Now, what do they win? Well, I mean, what do you mean, what do they win? What greater prize is there than the satisfaction of a job well done? <laughs> yeah, but at $500 to enter times 30 is like $15,000. So where does that money go? So come join the fun. <laughs> big, 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 dismal seepage resolution revolution. And remember, if you want to throw tomatoes and eggs during the shame parade, they will not be provided. 15000 bucks would buy a lot of eggs and tomatoes. I wish you'd shut up. <laughs> It's a big show on your radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. This is George W. Bush, former president of the United States of America. And uh, to the republic for which it stands. And uh, let me just say this. Uh, John Boy and Billy forgot what they're on or something. Listen to them. The end. January the 19th. You having a birthday today? We're sharing one with one of our favorites, Dolly Parton. Hey. Dolly Parton is 76 years old today. Wow. That, that Dolly, country legend. That's one of the best, man. Also known as the Queen of Country or the Smoky Mountain Songbird. She's had 26 number one singles wow. over her career. She's an icon today. Of course, Dolly was raised dirt and poor in a one-bedroom cabin along with 11 siblings. Every morning before she went to school. <laughs> <laughs> it's been reported that her parents had to pay the doctor who delivered her with a sack of farm seeds. Hmm. Uh, country legend Porter Wagner introduced Dolly to the Nashville music scene. It was 1967 when she first came out of the mountains, but... They parted on bad terms after she decided to go solo. There are stories about <clears throat> Porter. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. He yeah, we heard a... some stories from her about yeah. Porter. I yeah. know. Yeah. Man, that's, that's something. Come on, Porter. Yeah, her thing was we had creative differences. I was creative and he was different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also uh, had a quote I spent seven years as Porter Wagner in drag. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's, that was that quote. Had creative differences. I was creative. He was different. Uh, they since become friends, though. Uh, after making a solid mark on the music scene, Dolly made a splash in the world of amusement parks. It was 1986 as she opened Dollywood Theme Park in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Mm. She's been married since 1966 to the same man. In 96, the examiner reported that the busty blonde was secretly dating Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, 
That's crazy. But anyway. Her husband has been completely low profile. Yeah. There are only like four or five pictures of him that have ever been seen. Yeah. yeah. He's like Bigfoot. <laughs> you know, when uh, when she opened up uh, Dollywood, she gave Porter Wagner a job there. Mm. He was a greeter. You know, <laughs> he stood at the gate. How y'all doing today? Hello, darling. Uh, he didn't have the personality to make it as a Walmart girl. Yeah, no, no, Dolly yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's a podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. If you'll just search for Dolly Parton's America, it's a really good, um, like nine episode look into her and her huh. life. And she's on it, of course, telling her life story. Yeah. It's really good. I've, you'll wa- learn a I've lot. watched that. That really is good. Yeah. yeah. The amazing thing about Dolly is like, you know, there are things that she does and she doesn't do them for attention. In fact, she tries right. to dampen it. She has given away millions of dollars worth of books to mm-hmm. little, help teach little kids how to read. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, one of the one of the grace, man. Wasn't that so neat? We got a chance to hang out with her. I think there. we should all just start paying taxes to Dolly Parton and yeah. let her take it from there. You know, <laughs> sure. all right, y'all. We got Tatertainment news coming up in minutes, and John Boy Jeopardy will be played. Another winner will be made. Big Show rolls on. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy. The winner gets a liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing kit in that John Boy and Billy five-gallon bucket. Of course, liquid performance is the world's highest quality full synthetic gasoline and diesel fuel additives available at all Napa Auto Parts stores. Hang on, play for it in minutes. Right now, it's time for Tatertainment News. Here's our girl, Marcia Tater Moran. I appreciate it. Let's run through the box office real quick. Uh, Want to? Whee! Scream has finally ended Spider-Man No Way Home's four-week reign at the box office. Really? Scream is number one. Yep. The horror flick opened with $34 million, uh, over the weekend. So it's um, kind of like a reboot of the uh, the other uh, Jigsaw uh well, it was no, a whole Scream series. Was a, Saw. It's Saw. a whole series. But it's not, it, 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 is it not like Saw? No, it's like no, Scream. it's like Scream. Okay. Yeah. It's actually, yeah. I, actually uh, Stick, my, my middle son, and his buddy Sam went to see that over the weekend. Scream and said it was it's, it's crazy because they, they, they talk about it. Like, you want to go to the babies, they keep accusing Somebody being the murderer, and uh-huh. you just want me to go to the basement so I can kill you, something like that. Yeah, they take advantage stuff. of all the cliches that everybody that watches horror movies know about. It's like the characters are aware of all that uh, stuff. Yeah, which is a very yeah. cool way to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's different, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. But Spider-Man had a very good run, even though they're not number one, they are number two, and they um, brought in uh, domestically seven hundred and two point nine million dollars. Oh, seven hundred and two point nine million dollars. And $1.6 billion globally. And that's wow. four weeks that Spidey yeah. was on top. Yeah, number one, yep. Wow. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, further down the list, uh, Sing 2 opened up at third. Uh, three, the 355 was in fourth place, and the Kingsman was in fifth place. So what, what's a 355 deal? It is some kind of a caper movie with an, an all-star cast, or, okay. or an all-female cast, excuse oh, me. okay. So it's like that Ocean's <laughs> 8 or something like that. It's the James Bond version of Ghostbusters, the female version. <laughs> wow. Tanked in the box. Well, that though. doesn't sound no. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, not when you put it like that. Of well, they're, they're hot women, so yeah, it's, it's not hard to watch. All right. Hard to sit through there, Uncle Pervis. <laughs> <laughs> Just show me a picture and let me get it over with. Yeah. I like girls. What a pervert. <laughs>
<laughs> so moving along to the Rust movie, yeah, there's some okay. uh, some news that have has surfaced from this. The armorer who worked on the set of the movie Rust, Alec Baldwin's Alec Baldwin's film, um, and she's also one that loaded the gun that ultimately killed the cinematographer. She is suing the ammunition supplier. Oh. The investigation into the deadly shooting has focused Hannah. Reed, uh, who is believed to have somehow loaded a live bullet into the chamber instead of blanks, and she has denied responsibility and is now suing PDQ Arm and Prop, which is a New Mexico-based weapons and ammunition supplier that provided all of the inert ammunition for the film. So she's claiming she reached into the box of dummies and loaded a live and round. Was a live round in there? The lawsuit Isn't argues it that the that company she mixed them up. <laughs> the lawsuit argues wow. that the company was negligent and mixed a live bullet in with the blanks. And that lawsuit reads, Hannah relied upon and trusted the defendants would only supply dummy props, ammunition, or blanks, and no live rounds were ever to be on set. It also describes a number of dangerous incidents on the set in which dummy rounds were accidentally fired. This is all according mm. to the USA Today. Mm. Huh. So she's taking them to court. Wow. Well, yeah. well. Snoop Dogg in the news. Yeah. <laughs> and he's cooking up something new. The rapper looks to sell signature hot dogs under the brand name Snoop Dogs. <laughs> Anyone see that coming? Anyone? Yeah, that Anyone? Took a, that, that took a while. Snoop Dogs. He's yeah. trademarked it. Put them on and listen to them snizzle. <laughs> I bet they're hard to keep lit. <laughs> you figure sometimes Snoop been sitting around high, thought of that. Mm-hmm. You think? You know, at first. Yeah, but then he kept forgetting it. Right. Somebody finally <laughs> wrote it down for years. Yeah. Well, he was on Jimmy Kimmel once and uh, was talking about when he watched a video on how hot dogs were made and said he'd never eaten one of those. Uh, okay. But he'll sell you one. Right. And some of his past brand uh, deals include gin. Cannabis and cookbooks, according to Billboard magazine. Mm-hmm. All right, the fourth and final season of Ozark, a Netflix series based on the Lake of the Ozarks, is set to premiere this Friday. How about that, huh? So it's back. It's been nearly two years since fans got to see the uh, the last episode, and Netflix will release 14 episodes of Ozark throughout the course of 22. And as this okay. Friday. Yep, mm-hmm. starts right. this Friday. Uh, and it's been seven years since Justified fans got yeah. a fix with Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're a fan, be happy because Timmy, Timmy, Timothy, <laughs> I call him Timmy, <clears throat> is back for more trigger-happy behavior with the follow-up series Justified City Pri- Primeval? Primeval. Primeval. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's E-V-A-L, so it's not evil. It says Primeval. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Bless your heart. <laughs> I don't like y'all. This is why she's better call Sal. (laughs) This is why she's not doing education news. Man, that is awesome. I love uh, Justified. It's one of my favorites of all mm -hmm. time. So so, uh, we don't know whether our buddy Nick Searcy, who plays Arthur, is the only guy that we know is going to be involved in it so far. Because Uh Because there's very little information come out yet. Uh, I don't even think they've started shooting it yet. And they're, they're, they're kind of basing him in Miami, back to his childhood home in the mm. poor rural mining town of eastern Kentucky, where he interacted with Walton Goggins. Um, uh, it's going to pick up with him eight years later, after he left Kentucky behind and lives in Miami now, balancing his life as a U.S. Marshal and dealing with a teenage daughter. Okay. So that's right. where that's All picking right. up. And Rolling Stone has announced, uh, well, not announced, but has reported that um, Weird Al Yankovic's life is going to be the subject of a biopic. Huh. And Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, has signed on to play him. Harry Potter is going to be Weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> yep. Wow. And this, uh, <laughs> the story will be told uh, on Roku, 
It's their first original biopic. All and right. it will be written by Funnier Dies Eric Appel. Anyway, I don't guy, know. You're the linguistics expert. I think it's pronounced Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, pronounced Primival. And Weird Al. <laughs> Weird Al, are, they're going to be writing it and directing oh, it. Oh, God. All right. That's it. I'm going to back out. <laughs> right, I bleed any more. From the microphone. Thank you. Thank you, baby. All right. Well, let's get us a winner. Let's play John Boyd Jeopardy. Review yesterday's question. We found out according to the results of the university study, if you're having trouble falling asleep, you should try putting on a couple of these before you hop in bed. The socks. Yeah, mm-hmm. put some socks on. Keep feet warm. Make you go to sleep. All right. yep. Today's John Boyd Jeopardy. Neil Armstrong may hold the title of being the first human to step onto the surface of the moon, mm-hmm. but Buzz Aldrin claims he was the first to do this very human function on the lunar surface. He gave Neil a subatomic wedgie. <laughs> a subatomic. <laughs> what y'all got? 1 800 Big Show, you toll free line. We play John Boyd Jeopardy next. <laughs> Good Wednesday morning, big shows on the radio, humming through hum day. Our video today, one small man shooting one big gun. Thanks to Ricky B. Sharp for sending this in to us, right? <laughs> <laughs> Check it out and make your daily visits to thebigshow.com. And you can win John Boy's stuff. Everybody can register for a shot at the Dukes of Hazards generally. 1996 Dodge Charger Diecast car autographed by George Barris, the designer of the General Lee, and hundreds of other famous vehicles. Mm-hmm. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's John And now your host, the man who gave one of the Earth's last kerosene-powered wedgies, <laughs> he is John Moore. Thank you. Let's say hey to Chris out of Elizabethton, Tennessee. Good morning, Chris. How's it going? Hey, buddy, going good. You are first up. Let's see if he got the correct answer. Well, we're telling you, Neil Armstrong holds the title of being the first human to step onto the moon. But Buzz Aldrin claims he was the first to do this very human function on the lunar surface. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I said he was walk on the moon with my answer. You say walk on the moon. Okay, let's see. I'll see. I mean, I'm sure you've seen the the videos. I mean, Neil just kind of, you know, stuck his toe in the water. Like, no, that's not for me. You say Neil got down off the ladder and it buzzed. Oh, I'm getting back in. Jump by him, run by him. (laughs) Well, it's possible. Uh, Chris, there's some footage of that. You ought to check it out. It really did happen. That's what you mean. <laughs> All right, Chris, we appreciate you playing. Pull yourself together. Have a great day, buddy. Thank you. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got Barbara out of Milton, Florida up next. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. Good 
Well, good morning. How are you guys doing? We are all good. Welcome in here. A little sweetness. Oh, well, hey, you. walk on the moon has already been guessed. <laughs> <Yeah, huh>? so, <laughs> Nils was the first to step on the moon, and he did walk, by the way. So, But Buzz says he was the first to do this. What you thinking, Barb? Uh, P. You say P. <laughs> Let's pee. see. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's That's the best Buzz could come up with. All right, so now, okay, we know he didn't unzip because if you do that, you know, the... Your head it explodes. explodes. It would suck yeah, stuff out it of It makes here. a weird balloon sound. <laughs> <laughs> so he just did it. I mean, I'm sure they were thinking about that. They had something inside no. the suit. That they, no. they, they had no idea they'd have to do that sort of thing. Well, they sounded good. Just don't drink a lot of water before you step outside. I but. thought you losers had the right stuff. What do you, what do you need to pee? <laughs> All right, so uh, so Randy, you really do not know the whole deal. No, I do the know. Yeah, they yeah they had diapers. Okay, it so was, diapers. Yeah, it was yeah. well before Aww. the space toilet. Hey, that's that. and that's why that what wasn't that a woman astronaut yes. that drove yes. to Texas yep. using the space diapers mm-hmm. so Let she wouldn't have to stop. Stalked her romantic rival. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, around New Year's Eve every year, it is almost impossible to buy adult diapers because. People figure they're going to watch the ball drop or the fireworks or go to the parties. And, and you can- mean the ball on TV, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the- so, yeah, so it's a popular uh, th- uh, item How around New Year's Eve. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, good work on that. <laughs> oh, right. my goodness. And, uh, Barbara, you got the big old liquid performance prize pack headed down to Milton for you. All right. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. All right, Barbara. Hang on. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Going through some of the most requested songs of 2021. Got a little Ricky B. Pizza Run coming up. Show on the radio, we're going to do your Wednesday, January the 19th. Got the latest entry to the diary of Gary Busey coming up in about 20 minutes. And now, one of the top requested tunes of 2021 is Pizza Run.
Big Show on the radio. Coming up in less than 20 minutes, comedian Dusty Slay. He's got a new comedy special on Netflix. Gonna be playing up around Raleigh, North Carolina, where Barney goes to party. Actually, outside in Cary. At the end of this month. All right, I'll catch up with our buddy Dusty. But right now, it's the diary of Gary Busey. Dear Diary, this is Gary. Busey. <laughs> well, Diary, I done made it through the holidays, but it weren't easy. Well, you're an international celebrity and an Academy Award nominee. There's a big demand on your time. So I was obligated to make the rounds of all the big parties. And there's one thing I noticed. Hollywood has got a pretty big problem. And it's spelled... <laughs> don't give a crap about the junk in your trunk. My eyes are watering from your body funk. Hey there, dude. I don't mean to be rude about fed up with your stinkitude. <laughs> now, sad thing is, diary, this is really nothing new. Used to be when you hear somebody say Hollywood stinks, you think they're talking about the movies, but this ain't about that. Now, when you're mixing with one or two of them, it's easy to find a place to stand down wind. When you're packed in like sardines and you're shoulder to shoulder with these no-bathing honyaks, soap-allergic stink bugs, it's plumb overwhelming. One time I got stuck between Janine Garofalo and Courtney Love. I thought I was going to barf up my Dixie Dinette chili burger. <laughs> Oh, 
I thought it couldn't get no worse till they started comparing armpit hair. <laughs> I don't know that I can tell celebrity armpits kind of smell. They show them off. They ain't afraid. Even put them in a braid. Sound off. E-haw. Sound off. E-haw. Sound off. E-haw. 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 <laughs> Now you figure in a glitzy, glamorous world like this, folks would, you know, stay on top of their personal grooming issues. Now, diary, I was standing at the pee trough next to Marty Scorsese. I nodded and said, hey, and since he was standing on my good eye side, I, I noticed what I thought was a big old booger hanging out of his snot box. Nope. Nose hair. Looks like he done snorted a wishing troll. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas is the man so busy he can't take 10 minutes out of his kissing De Niro's butt time to take a brush hog to the inside of the other damn oinker. It was like peeing next to Snuffy Smith. <laughs> Who goes there? Who goes there? What's that whistling? Just nose hair. Please pay flair. Pass the nair. Giddy up. <laughs> Don't matter the size of the star, neither, diary. I went to one shindig and they had a big old taco bar set up. Make your own kind of deal. Ha <laughs> ha, hell yeah. Well, I'm standing there sprinkling chorizo on my tortilla. <laughs> and who sidles up next to me? Old Matt McConaughey. Well, long story short, I wound up eating about 35 tacos on account of the dadgum contact high I got off his shirt. <laughs> Pot liquor must smoke more bales than Secretariat eats. Pass the beans and give me the cheese. More avocado, if you please. I ain't greedy. I ain't punchy. Me and Matthew's got the munchie. Gobble, gobble. Starting to waddle. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's really a heartbreaker, Diary, when it's someone you got a bit of a starstruck crush on. Nothing worse than catching Sandra Bullock on an off day and get close enough to see she's working on a unibrow like Jack Elam and a mustache like Joe Stalin. That was a wasted Viagra. <laughs> Go out of your way to make it to a soiree because you know J-Lo going to be there. She got so much spinach in her teeth, looked like she'd been swapping spit with Papa. <laughs> Worst of all, you agree to play Santa Claus at a charity gig because Mrs. Claus is going to be Sophia Vergara. <laughs> She got the worst case of the stink foot I ever come across. Open-toed shoes to boot. Damn elves are dry heaving. The kids are crying on account of her hoof rot. That's a wasted peak of cleavage right there. I finally throwed a cup of hot cocoa on them paws. I, she said, ay, ay, ay. And then some Spanish cuss words I didn't understand. But it's too late. Spell was broken. Sorry, senorita, we ain't going to make it. Don't know how Al Bundy can take it. Walk away, poop foot. Get to stepping. Even them boobies ain't going to be hipping. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you, Dyer, if you want your Tinseltown fantasy shot completely to hell, go to a pool party. I went to one last summer that just ruined me. It was Spielberg's Hacienda. I wander through the crowd, and I see this tall guy from behind. Got body hair like George Animal Steel. I knew it was Randy Quaid. I walked up and goosed him. Turned out to be Sigourney Weaver. No. <laughs> I was in a bit of a shell shock, and before I could completely restore my faculties, I, I turned around and see this 
comely redhead getting out of the pool. Amy Adams. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, diary, I thought this going to be my lucky day. Well, it was until I saw the lower half. Now, diary, I'm not going to lie, but I thought she was smuggling carrot top at the bottom half of her two-piece. As I staggered backwards, I realized almost everyone in and out of that damn pool was, oh, I don't know how to say this exactly, unlandscaped. I reckon that poor pool boy, when he goes to clean the filter, he's going to think a sheepdog drowned in there. But at least he'll be able to use it to make him a blanket. Well, Darry, I got a ski daddle. I'm taking Kathy Bates to get her back waxed. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Until next time, Darry. X's and O's. Gary. Busey. My shirt still smells like weed. I wonder if Taco Bell's open. Morning, pal. The sun's up, the birds are singing, and two of radio's longest-running knuckleheads are on the air. Well, not right this second, but soon. And that's what they call hitting the comedy lottery. The John Boy and Billy Big Show. Oh, they are a riot. A regular laugh riot. Wow. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Ten minutes, comedian Dusty Slade joins us. Right now, I've got a bonus top ten list for you. Today's top ten list, John Boy's Dogs, top ten New Year's resolution. Number ten, I will show my master the respect he deserves. Okay, I'll try to do better than that. (laughs) Number nine, I will be more cooperative when the master's kids ask me to eat their homework. Number eight, I will stop framing the stuffed animals in the house for objects I destroy. Number seven, I will only eat things in the house that are actually edible. Number six, of the edible things in the house, I will avoid any candy that might make my head swell to twice its normal size. Number five, when I fart, I will stop blaming it on the master. Number four, when I take a dump on the rug, I will stop blaming it on the master. Number three, I will only do the butt scootin' boogie across the carpet on regular cleaning day. Number two, three words, less leg humping. And the number one resolution of John Boy's dog, I will stop denying it when other dogs say, hey, aren't you John Boy's dog? Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to win is a current events quiz. Take C, get an Astera Lab CBD variety pack. You heard all the great benefits of CBD. Now's the best time to try. And you buy now, get 65% off. Just use code JBB at checkout while supplies last. Must be 18 to win. Hang on, play for it in a sec. Right now, it's welcome to the Big Show, Dusty Slay. 
Dusty, welcome back to the big show. His new half-hour comedy special is featured in season three of the stand-ups. That is streaming now on Netflix. Dusty's been all over the place, of course. Tonight's show with Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Last Comic Standing. Dusty has performed at the Grand Ole Opry six times. At 36, became the youngest comedian to have performed on that historic stage. If you see him, you know he's one of ours. Let's welcome Dusty back. Good morning, Dusty. All right, we're having a good time. Pumped to be here. <laughs> good to have you, buddy. Congratulations on your on your new half hour comedy special, there, buddy. Yeah, thank you. That was quite a list you were reading. I wasn't even sure that was me. That feels <laughs> good. <laughs> good work, man. Good work. So, uh, all right. So, Dusty, tell us about your comedy for those of our listeners who uh, hadn't uh, got you before. Well, I, you know, I grew up in Alabama. I grew up, uh, my parents got divorced when I was two, and then there was a custody battle. My mom lost, uh, so I had to go live with her. And uh, and I lived in a, and my dad lives on a farm. My mom lived in a trailer, so uh, very stereotypical. I uh, grew up in a trailer park, uh, which we had a lot of fun, but not sure why they call it a park, you know? I mean, I mean, it's like there wasn't no rides in there, you know? Nobody had... Nobody. There's only the only less fun parks are uh, a business park or an industrial park. All right. <laughs> and, and and then I, uh, I I I moved to Charleston, South Carolina when I was 21. I tried to join the army before mm. I moved to Charleston. Uh-huh. I I joined and then I got arrested before I went in and uh, wasn't able to get shipped off. Uh, and uh, it was fine, but I was just you know I was messing with recreational drugs, uh, and uh, my recruiter told me, he said, I know you like to smoke weed. He said, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I know you like to smoke weed. He said, you're going to get tested when you get shipped off in 30 days. So if you're going to do it, do it tonight. And then that night, I got arrested for weed. So so I never made it in the Army. I tried. I don't guess I would hold up in court. My recruiter yeah. said it'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, I moved to Charleston, South Carolina, where uh, uh, my, me and my roommate had a falling out right away. So I had no friends. So I took an improv class uh, and uh, and I did stand up comedy. And uh, from there, I, I just planted some seeds of that comedy. And I uh, started telling jokes about getting arrested for not getting in the army, and I was like, "Oh man, this telling the truth stuff is finally paying off." <laughs> <laughs> and then I drove around the country for years with a car that I put three hundred seventeen thousand miles on, uh, staying in hotels, shady hotels. And now I always say I like a hotel that's a little bit shady, you know, like like I like to fit in, you know. <laughs> I like to pull up out front. There'd be a bunch of people out there smoking cigarettes, you know? Like, I don't want people ODing out front, but I would like them to be doing some drugs, you know? (laughs) I like to walk by a room and smell weed coming out of there. That way I know what's allowed, you know? When the front desk calls my room later that night and goes, we smell weed, I go, me too, you know? I I appreciate you checking with me, but it doesn't bother me. And, uh... I stayed at one hotel. They had a sign inside the room that said, not responsible for stolen items. Mm. So I took some stuff, you know? 
<laughs> you can learn a lot about Dusty from the titles of his first two comedy albums, Son of a Ditch and Making That Fudge. <laughs> that's right. That is true. I mean, that's that's about what I was making during those years. Fudge. <laughs> We're talking to Dusty Slay. He's got a new half-hour comedy special streaming now on Netflix. He's playing the Raleigh Improv in Cary, North Carolina. 27th through the 30th of this month. Uh, I guess it's this month. Taylor, you have 12, 27, but I oh. guess well, should that be one? That's, that not, is, that's that, not next year. No, that, that's, that's supposed that's to be not January. Next December. Okay, that is this month. So, all right, Dusty. So, Sorry, yeah, Dusty. so you got it. Dusty Slay, Raleigh Improv, Cary, North Carolina. And February 6th is going to be opening up for our buddy Jeff Foxworthy in um, Atlanta. That's so, uh, uh, February 5th. Oh, that's February 5th. All right, Taylor. Good, good job. And we're sure this is Dusty we're talking yes. to. Yeah, okay. it doesn't seem like Taylor's been hanging out in your hotel room with you. Yeah. <laughs> Get a contact. Do, it's DustySlay.com. You, you see Dusty it there. Slay. You go, Dusty Slay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dusty yes, Slay. Yes, it Sorry is. about that, Dusty. <laughs> so, so it looks like, Dusty, you're uh, pretty uh, active on social media. you got your website, as we said, DustySlay.com. Facebook.com slash Dusty Slay Comedy. Or follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Dusty Slay. All right. That's right. That's right. That's me. And now, you know, all that, now I'm making, <clears throat> I'm making a little airplane money. I get to fly around a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the TSA keeps taking my pocket knives. And uh, <laughs> right. I, for, I forget that I have them, and then they take them. Oh. Uh, and, I, and it's just a small pocket knife, you know, a little bitty knife. And I always think if I'm a threat on an airplane with a knife that big, I'm somewhat of a threat without it. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> and uh, and they don't hold it for you until you come through that airport again. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's pretty oh, no. much gone. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Gone. No, they don't. I think they put it right in their pocket and take it home with them. That's what I think. <laughs> That's uh, they took my cigar lighter the other day. I was like, I'm not even sure that's a rule. I think you need that at home. <laughs> oh, man, you a funny rascal, Dusty. Y'all got to see him when he comes near you. Dusty Slay, all right, Taylor got it fun. That is uh, the 27th of this month through the 30th, Raleigh Improv. That's next Thursday through Sunday in Cary, North Carolina, Raleigh Improv. And then February 5th, Opening for old Foxworthy down in Atlanta. And, of course, uh, see him on the on the Netflix. All right, Dusty, well, uh, when you get a chance, buddy, stop on by the studio and check us out, man. I'd love to. I appreciate you having me on. Keep right, making bu- that fudge, man. <laughs> Good luck. All right, I'll do it. All right, All right buddy. DustySlay.com. All right, Billy, let's play this current events quiz. What are we dealing with? This seems like a natural segue. A look at how America's pot laws have changed over the last 25 years. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. You told free line. You take C, you will win. We play next. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. We'll hum and do your hum day, January 19th. Yeah, check out our video today. One small man shooting one big gun. Take a daily visit to BigShow.com. And you can register to win John Boy's weekly stuff. Check out the Dukes of Hazards. General Lee, Charger Diecast Car in the Box. And right now, are we ready? Ready? Okay. Come your head and take a whiz. It's time for the current event quiz. Taste Let's say hey to Emmy from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Good morning. Is it Emmy? Yes, it's correct. All right, all right. I'm sorry. Question Jackie Spelling. I've got in the habit of doing that. Emmy. I like it. Just like just like spelled like the Emmy. Yes. Oh, I see a little statue of you. All right. Well, uh, Emmy, that's all I got. Let's listen to Billy and see when this surprise back. Well, America's marijuana laws have changed a lot since voters in the state of California opened the door to legal weed way back in 1996. Currently, 17 U.S. states have fully legal recreational pot. 36 states and U.S. territories have some kind of medical marijuana program. Pot is still fully illegal in a total of four places in America, Idaho, Kansas, Nebraska, and American Samoa. But there are still lots of gray areas around the country. Back in 2018, Oklahoma authorized medical marijuana, with one exception being the campus of the University of Oklahoma, where pot is illegal even if you have an Oklahoma state-issued medical marijuana card. Excuse me. The university says they're keeping OU a pot-free zone because they worry that weed on campus could lead to A, unauthorized use by minors, B, loss of federal education funding, or C, a smash-mouth reunion concert. (laughs) (laughs) What you got, Emmy? (laughs) I'm going to have to go with C on that one. There it is. All right, Emmy, we will get your prize back to you over beautiful Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. All right. All right. Sounds great. Right. You sound great. (laughs) Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side. Dig up our time capsule for this January 19th. And behind glass, got us covered. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. right here in San Clemente. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not San Clemente. I'm sorry. Um, I live in San Clemente. I'm in Laguna Niguel, I think. That's where I'm at. Uh-huh. I'm at a drive-thru right now. Uh-huh. I, had, I ordered my food three times. They're mopping the floor inside, and I understand they're busy. They're not even busy. Okay, I've been the only car here. I asked for four different times to make me a Western barbecue burger. Okay, 
that she's given me a hamburger with lettuce, tomato, and cheese, onions. And I said, I'm not leaving. Uh-huh. I want a Western burger because I just got my kids from Taekwondo. They're hungry. I'm on my way home, and I live in San Clemente. Uh-huh. Okay. She, said, she gave me another hamburger. It's wrong. I said four times. I said, I want it. She goes, can you go out and park in front? And I said, no. I want my hamburger right. So then the, the lady came to the manager, she, or whatever, whoever she is, she came up and she said, um, she said, um, do you want your money back? And I said, no, I want my hamburger. My kids are hungry, and I have to jump on the cold freeway. I said, I am not leaving this spot. And I said, I will call the police because I want my Western burger done right. Now, is that so hard? Okay, what exactly is it you want us to do for you? I send the officers down here. I want, I want them to make me right. Ma'am, we're not going to go down there and enforce your Western bacon cheeseburger. What am I supposed to do? This is, this is between you and the manager. This, we're not going to go enforce how to make a hamburger. That's not, that's not a criminal issue. There, there, there's nothing criminal so I just there. Stand here. So I just sit here and you, you need to calmly and rationally speak to the manager and figure out what to do between you. She did come up, and I said, can I please have my Western burger? She, she said, I'm not dealing with it. She walked away. Cause, because they're mopping the floor, and it's all full of suds, and they don't want to run. They don't want to go through there. And, 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 and ma'am, then I suggest you get your money back and go somewhere else. This, 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 is, this is not a criminal issue. We can't go out there and, and make them make you a cheeseburger the way you want it. Well, that is, that, you're supposed to be here to protect me. Oh, what are we protecting you from, a wrong cheeseburger? No. Is this like, is this a harmful cheeseburger or something? I don't understand what you want us to do. Well, just come down here. I'm, I'm not leaving. No, ma'am, I'm not sending the deputies down there over a cheeseburger. You need to go in there and act like an adult and either get your I money back and go home. She not acting like an adult herself. <laughs> I'm sitting here in my car. I just want them to make my kid a, a, a Western burger. Ma'am, this is what I suggest. I suggest you get your money back from the manager and you go on your way home. Okay. Okay? okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh man! All right, boys. It couldn't be worse. That could be our wife. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> John Boy and Billy. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know why they call this stuff hamburger helper. It does uh, just fine by itself, huh? Morning radio done right. <laughs> Wednesday morning, big shows on the radio. Sports with a Pac-Man, about 20 minutes. Right now, action. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, The Return of Brenda Balkum. As our story opens, Ricky B. Sharp and his wife Lucy are having dinner at the Taste of Grease restaurant in Dothan, Alabama. Wow, Ricky. This place is a good bit more upscale than I expected. Yeah, it's almost posh, ain't it? Mr. Runtop Poplis knows how to stand up and joint when he wants to. Well, uh, the name could use some work. Taste of Grease makes it sound like some, uh, greasy breakfast joint. (laughs) It's Grease the country, not Grease as in spoon. Well, that's fine if you're looking right at the sign. But I doubt you'd get much business from a radio commercial. Yeah, I brought that up. But the big guy only takes my input on the cheap joints in the chain. Probably because he sees me as 
Dothan's most beloved fast food mascot. <laughs> to him, I'm just... Uh-oh. What's a uh-oh? What? I just spotted somebody sitting over there I'd rather not see. Where? Don't turn around. Where? That's got it. <laughs> turn around and look at her. Just get a peek. It's that chunky blonde sitting at the far end of the bar. Uh-huh. You know her? Oh, I was hoping I'd never see her again. That there is Brenda Balkum. And who is Brenda Balkum? The girl I dated years ago. And how many years ago? Well, let's see. Pretty near 40. In fact, I broke up with her the day after I met you. Well, I ain't never heard you mention her. Well, there's not much to tell. I hear she started drinking the day we split up, and she ain't been sober a day since. Really? Wow. Who knew somebody could go on celebrating something for that long? <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> Again next time we'll hear crusty old Brenda Balkum say. Hey big man, let me hold a dollar. I think she just saw me. She done did them top two buttons. <laughs> it's a big show on your radio. Thanks for joining us this morning. This is former President Bill Clinton, and let me just say it has been an honor to uh spend some time with Marcy. <laughs> I just made that up. I've never lived this alive. I don't think. Big Show on the radio, rolling to you Wednesday morning. Right, not to lead off the final hour here. Be playing us some wordy word in just a little bit. Be taking a classic bit request off the wall. Of course, we'll uh, got the John Moore Billy Late Risers podcast right after the broadcast finishes. <clears throat> Listen to that thing over the big snow days. Yeah, we had here and around. Uh, a lot of us in the south got a little snow and ice. We got to see it's the most stupid time of the year when the local TV people go out and stand beside the road and <laughs> show you what it looks like. And yet they're the most excited. This is like Christmas Eve. For them. <laughs> Are we just idiots in the south? We just don't see that much snow. So right. I guess, you know, the local TV people got to go out and show it to you, you no, know. but see, they, they don't go out and show us the fun of it. They go out and tell us, <laughs> you're all going to die. <laughs> Look at this. It's like a quarter of an inch. Look. <laughs> If that starts collecting on these power lines overhead, you can look for trouble. And they always sound like they're hoping it's going to happen. I know. <laughs> or that we're so stupid it's the first time hearing that. Right. Yeah. The ice is slippery. Be careful out there. Bundle up. It might be cold out there. Well, I ran across a quote about this very topic from a very famous American author, and I want to just share it. All right. 
author Thomas Wolfe, probably best known for You Can't Go Home Again. Uh-huh. You know, he's originally from like the Asheville area, Asheville, North Carolina. And he said, and I quote, Snow in the South has a kind of magic and mystery that it has nowhere else. It comes to people of the South not as a grim, unyielding tenant of winter's keep, but as a strange and wild visitor from the secret north. <laughs> now, that's like an $8 way of saying it, but just, we don't get a whole lot, so it's, we like it. Yeah, uh, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, we ain't all idiots. <laughs> Thanks, Thomas. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play Wordy Word. The winner gets a Liquid Performance Automotive Cleaning and Detailing Kit. Liquid Performance, the world's highest quality full synthetic gasoline and diesel fuel additives. Available at all Napa Auto Parts stores. Also, go to BigShow.com, get 20% off. And enter code JBB at your checkout. Check it out. And right now, it is time for sports with a Pac-Man. And here is the man, Mark Packer. Good morning, Pac. Good morning, John Boy, Billy, and crew. Hope, hope everybody's doing well. Doing uh, good, man. Did you make it through the big snow ice storm? Oh, uh, half inch. John Boy. Winter <laughs> blast 22. If there's a snowflake within 200 miles of Charlotte, I got enough uh, bread and milk and eggs to make French toast for three months. Nice. You kidding me? <laughs> Craziest thing I've ever seen. I you know we live for it in the South, though, don't we? Yeah, I mean, we I'm do. telling you, if there is a snowflake to be found, there is a panic stricken <laughs> attitude in the South. It is the craziest thing. You know what? We've been doing this since I can remember. And I just get a kick out of watching the news oh, at 11 man. o'clock at night, and there's always somebody. Standing on a bridge in the middle of the night, four days before the snow's coming yeah. in, talking about salt on the road. I'm like, well, get off the road before you get hit by a truck. Forget the snow. I mean, what are we doing? I have no idea how that works. That's true, man. That's even yeah. worse. That's four days before the snow gets here. Right. Uh, it's, 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 you know, and the funny thing is, most of the time, now we got hit some a little bit here. In Charlotte. We had like mm. almost, almost a massive two inches here in Charlotte. But a lot of times, you know, they salt the road. Now your truck's all messed up because there's no precipitation. And you're like, what in the world is all over my truck? What's salt? I mean, so I don't know. You know, the best thing to do is to be safe. And I guess that's the most important thing. I know there were some people that lost power and you got to be safe out there. This thing ices up and all that. But, man, that whole winter storm blast 22. And supposedly we're supposed to get another uh, just a dumping of upwards to Two more inches on Friday. So I don't know what we're going to do other than continue to make that French toast that we all been eating every right. freaking day this week. So we got that going for us. <laughs> yes, so, nevertheless, let me get you up to speed. Uh, we're kind of in the uh, middle past the, the halfway point of college basketball, which is hard to believe. And, Johnny, this past weekend during the holiday weekend, it kind of felt like college football season. Remember every week I'd come on here during the football season and say, Johnny, you're not going to believe it, man. <laughs> We had seven or eight teams lose, half of them the unranked teams. It got to be the norm during the college football season. Well, let me tell you, this is what happened this past weekend, the holiday weekend in college hoops. Here's the teams in the top 25 that lost. Number one, Baylor. Number five, USC. Number 10, Michigan State. Number 12, LSU. Number 17, Illinois. Number 19, Texas Tech. Number 20, Seton Hall. Number 21, Texas. Number 22, Tennessee. Number 24, Alabama. Wow. Add them up. That's 10 losses by teams ranked in this past week's top 25. It's the norm. But the difference between hoops and football 
is we're going to have these kind of weekends all the time. The difference is you may go up to a dozen, maybe 15 different teams can win the national championship in basketball. I don't think there's only but a couple when it comes to football. We saw the course last week when Georgia took care of business and knocked off Alabama. And you know the other funny thing, Johnny? I hear from college football fans all the time on my SiriusXM show. Man, these Wyoming people talking about expanding the college football playoffs. Man, these games are terrible. Man, the national semifinals are never close. And granted, we've had 16 of them in the college football playoff era. Only three times have we had games determined by single digits. That, that is true. But you know what? I'm watching the NFL, the greatest collection of football talent <laughs> in the world, in the world. And I'm watching these the super wild card weekend, which we just had six games. You know what? I saw L.A. up 28 on Arizona. I saw Kansas City up 28 on Pittsburgh. I saw San Francisco at one time 16 up on Dallas. I saw Tampa 31 up on Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I saw Buffalo 37 up on Belichick in New England. And Cincinnati 14 up on Las Vegas. You know what? Sometimes it's just not meant to have any kind of drama. We had a little bit <laughs> in that Dallas-San Francisco game. But, I man, I don't know what's going on. We need to get the mojo turned where all of a sudden some of these playoff games, whether it be the college game or the pro game, gives us some incredible intrigue for the entire duration. But it's kind of crazy how we've had all these blowouts in football, whether it be the college variety or in the NFL. That's an excellent point, Pac. You, you nailed it, buddy. Yeah, well, you know what that means. I'm going to get back to my French toast. Um, and if you need some extra eggs or milk or all that, hey, I got you covered between now and the middle of May. Especially with the storm. Golly, I'm telling you what, we live in a crazy world, man. Crazy. Uh, we're going we're to send uh, Tater on the nearest overpass that we can find our studios here. Just have her put the microphone down to the to the road. Maybe we'll but that. Johnny, seriously, do you ever watch the news and wonder? Why are you out on a bridge at 1115? I I don't know what it is about. I think the weather totally screws up with us because I'm telling you what, you you like like watch the weather channel and you let these folks get a hurricane. And the first thing they want to do is go stand out in the middle of it. What are you doing? I I mean, get the freaking, I was watching a, a social media thing. Of some guy, and again, God bless all the folks with this uh, this this earthquake explosion in the middle of the ocean. I'm thinking, what what in the world is going on? But I was watching some video on social media of some guy punching a pine tree. I mean, excuse me, punching like a um, a palm tree. And while he's punching it, here comes the tsunami right behind him. And it washes them away. Wow. What are you doing? Get to higher ground and quit punching the palm tree. Climb the tree. Quit punching it, man. I mean, what's going on with these people? Uh, Y'all act like you got some smarts, man. You know, if that guy survived, and I hope he did, you know, there may be a television eyewitness news eight team waiting for him to put him on a bridge. In the middle of the night at eleven fifteen, it tells about a storm four days away. Craziest thing I've ever seen. I have no idea what's going on. All right, Bob, you hold up, buddy. Enjoy your French toast, man. You got it. I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna weigh seven hundred pounds if we don't get any more storms. That's the, that's the goal. We'll talk to you boys next week. All right, get you next week, Pat. Man, appreciate you, bud. All right, then. Well, let's play wordy word, y'all. One eight hundred Big Show. You toll free line. We'll get a couple contestants and play next.
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Hum and do your hum day. Our video today, one small man shooting one big gun. Hey, man, look at Ricky B on the shooting range. Check it out. Make your daily visit to thebigshow.com. And we'll be taking the classic big request off the wall coming up in minutes. Right now, let's do it. I well, everybody's heard about the bird. Let's play the wordy word and a wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. We got Larry from Orlando, Florida. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, and Larry. We got Mark from Maud, Texas. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Mark, Mark. <laughs> Sorry, there wasn't a song. Hi, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right, boys. Welcome here. We got Florida versus Texas. Mark, you are on team Tater and Randy. Larry on the John Boy and Billy side. We'll do two rounds, 30 seconds each. Random words. Jot it down. All right. Uh, Mark, you relax. Me and Larry are going to go for the first 30 seconds. All right, Larry, you ready, buddy? I'm ready. All right. Let's start the clock now. This is what you call a prisoner. If you got in, inmate. Uh, another word. Another Convict. Word. Yes. Yeah, All right. Uh, this is what you throw and it explodes. A little round bomb in the bomb. No, you pull a pin. Yeah, pull a pin and throw it. Yes, good. All right, uh, this is like a uh, a quick race, a quick dash. Also, a phone cup. Yes. Wow. All right, a blank for your thoughts. Penny. Yeah. All right, Fort what in North Carolina? Knock. Knock. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. All right, we'll put a four on the board. Good work, Larry. So now Mark and Marcy are going to go for round one. Uh, You ready, Mark? I am. Okay, and go. All right, it's a it's a fort in North Carolina in Fayetteville. Fort Riley. It also means uh, when you you tell a lot about yourself, you know, you're kind of boasting about yourself. What are you doing? Uh, or a parrot. Fort Bragg. Yes, yeah, so you go. Bragg, uh, yeah. uh, uh, I can't see. Uh, oh, this is uh, what the Earth is on one of, the, it, it, and you study it on this, like at school. You can Whoa. spin it. Yeah. <laughs> you put the stakes on the blank. Put your stakes outside on the. And cook them. You cook outside! On the... <laughs> All right. Well, there was a buzzer. All right. Mark, you still there? Aha. Uh-huh. Mm. Ah, so I was wondering about uh-huh. that. Calling Mark and Maud, Texas. Mark and Maud. Can you hear me? Oh, I got oh, you now. Yeah. yeah. Did did you say I, something? I said grill. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. All right. Go and give it to him. I believe him. Awesome. Thank All you. Right, go All ahead. right. Woo-hoo. Put that in. All right. So, so it's four to three. Larry leads by one. If we win, <laughs> this will be the day I actually get my ass. <laughs> it's a win-win both ways, friends. All, right. All right. All right, Larry, you're up with Billy. Are you ready? I'm ready. And go. You don't cry over this kind of milk. It's an old Bill. saying. Bill. Uh, rhymes with it. You get this at the end of your meal and you pay it. Uh, Bill, check. Yeah. Yep, yep. A fish breathed through these. They still rhyme. Bill. Yep. Yeah. Uh, down by the old blank stream. Mill. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, quit moving around. Be absolutely. Bill. Wow. Yep. Uh, Jack and Jill went up one of these. Hill. 
Yep, you took one of these when you were sick, and it made you feel better. Bill. Yes, yes, yes. All right, wow, yeah. put a seven on the four, a total of 11 for yeah. Larry. Nice, my ass is safe. <laughs> 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 uh, Mark and Randy, y'all have fun with it. Eight right. will tie, by the way. Eight will tie. And ready, go. Still rhyming, this is your last blank and testament. Will. Yeah. Uh, still rhyming, it's a, 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 a kind of a ride. At uh, at one For of the yeah, yeah okay uh, uh, oh I'm so hot and need some water I'm very thirsty yes yeah. we're done rhyming by the way and uh, you put this over your head when it's raining umbrella yep, yep. Uh, this is the kind of thing they do in the Swiss Alps it's a singing type oh oh, oh, oh. Uh, yodel yodel all right, so uh, you, this happens at your faucet. Yeah, that was okay, a good run. Right. Right. And five, that's an eight. Larry wins 11 to eight is the final score All right, Mark just kind of got behind the eight ball there on that deal, buddy. But we appreciate you playing out of mall and I hope you try again. All right, buddy? All right, thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Mark. Have a great day. And Larry, look at you down in Orlando getting your big old John Boy and Billy bucket filled with liquid performance automotive cleaning and detailing products. Good work. Nice. Thank you. Thank you guys for everything you do. Thank you, Larry. Hang on for Jackie. Good morning. Got Big Show on the radio. Time for the classic bid request of the morning. See, we got off the wall here. Edwin Hulig. Edwin says, please play a Murray. That's the best you guys do. I love it. Well, all right, Edwin. We'll call our agents. Coming up next. Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Every weekday about this time, take a classic beer request off the wall to BigShow.com. The John Boy Miller Facebook page. Found Edwin Ulig. Loves him some Murray. Here we go. Hello. Red Hot Town Incorporated. Home of top quality entertainment for all kinds of blah, blah, blah. What do you want? <laughs> is this Mr. Pesto? No, this is. Yeah, morning, Seal. How's it going over there? As Mad Max would say, how do you think it's going? <laughs> as Hoyt would say, not too good. And as my grandma says at church on Tuesday nights, bingo. <laughs> is this pandemic wearing you down? No, life is wearing me down. <laughs> the pandemic is just a big, fat, virus-shedding cherry on the top. Oh, well, I guess it's pretty slow, probably since... Uh, August 10th, 1983. Uh, wh- what happened then? That's the day I started working here. <laughs> Listen... I don't want to give you the bum's rush, but okay, I kind of do. Well, okay, no problem. Can we speak to Murray? Nothing would please me more. <laughs> oh, please. Hey, Murray. It's... I'm sorry, who did you say this is? Wow, <laughs> you really don't remember us? You, you, you've been booking us for almost 40 years. Oh, hey, Murray. I think it's the termite inspection guy. <laughs> <laughs> John Boy and Billy, you know, your oldest clients. Whatever you say. Hey, Murray, it's uh, somebody else. Line two. Oh, please. He'll be right with you. Yeah, thanks. Hello, Jimbo. Love ya. Mean it. Ah, so you remembered us. Well, of course. 
I just thought, who on the client list looks the most like a pair of termite inspectors? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like things are still slow right now. I'm not going to lie, babe. The talent agency is struggling. Mm. But luckily, we're still managing the Brushywood Business Park and Outlet Mall on the side. Uh, Are all the stores back open? Well, sort of. Some of our tenants have merged to save on rent and expenses. Uh, Like who? Well, let's see. The indoor pistol range merged with two guys in a truck, and they changed their name to Moving Target. See what they did there? (laughs) The home furnishings place bought out the Veggie Burger restaurant. Now they're Bed, Bath, and Beyond Meat. Uh, the Western Store and the Discount Menswear Place merged and formed Garth Brooks Brothers. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, we got a place that sells women's fashions and serves sloppy joes to their husbands while they wait. Mm. We call it Chico and the Manwich. <laughs> <laughs> that one goes away, uh, way back. I yeah. hope you all got that one. <laughs> the Italian Designer Fashion Place is doing puppet shows for the kids. Mm. They call it Yo Gabba Gabba Gabbana. (laughs) And of course, Pizza and Sunglass Hut, America's two most (laughs) beloved huts together at last. (laughs) So we got a lot of exciting things going on. Yeah, good luck with all that. Uh, Are you working on any exciting new things for your two oldest clients? You mean the termite guys? No, stay with us. (laughs) Oh. Sorry, babe. Uh, no, nobody's doing anything indoors with more than six people right now, you know. And then mm-hmm. there's two of you, so that cuts down on the potential gigs a good bit. Uh, yeah, I had a feeling. Hey, 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 don't give up. There's a vaccine right around the corner. And there's always a chance people will start masking up and washing their hands again. There is? Well, no, not really. <laughs> but did I mention the vaccine is right around the corner? Oh, and just remember what my dad used to say. You can always depend on the American people to do the right thing after they've tried absolutely everything else. <laughs> All right, so give me a while. Well, it depends on how you define a while. Uh, six months, a year. Oh, in that case, it's going to be a long <laughs> while. But don't worry, babe. You are my number one guys. The straw that stirs my drink. The little bottle of hand sanitizer I keep in my jacket pocket. <laughs> Nothing is more important to me than the success of... Oh, hold on, babe. Bigger name on the other line. Dale! Tell Rob Schneider I'll call him right back. Hey, man, you're booking stuff for Rob Schneider? No, he's the manager at Pizza and Sunglass Hut. (laughs) Listen, I really need to take this. Hey, let's do a Zoom lunch later. Have your machine call my machine and give my love to Bobby. That's Billy. Him too. And Jimbo. What? Call Big Show's on the radio here for a few more minutes. If you were lucky enough to be here for the whole four hours, there's some you miss, but you don't have to. Because coming up next, as soon as this broadcast ends, Brandon starts working on the podcast. It's John Boyle's Late Risers podcast. Thing you need to hear that is right there at thebigshow.com. 
you got where you get your podcast. It's right there as well. Of course, absolutely free. We talked to uh, boy, old uh, Dusty Slay earlier this morning. He's got a 30-minute comedy special on Netflix. So screaming now. And he's going to be playing the Raleigh Improv in Cary, North Carolina. January 27th through the 30th. That's next Thursday through Sunday. And you can check him out on social media. Uh, DustySlay.com. All stuff. Opening for our boy Foxworthy down in Atlanta on February 5th. So, yeah, he's one of us, man. He's funny rascal. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. Okay, then. Uh, you can register to win John Boy's stuff. We're doing weekly stuff at thebigshow.com. So it's a Dukes of Hazards General Lee 69 Dodge Charger diecast car signed by the designer George Barris. Yeah, boy. It was when the movie came out in 05 is what mm-hmm. it was. All right, y'all check it out. Hope you make your daily visit to thebigshow.com. All right, well, let's get out of here and make way, man. Bitbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for nine ninety nine. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Anytime is the perfect time for John Boy and Billy Southern Sweet Tea, y'all. Stock up at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800-471-STUFF. Online services by Animate.com. Uh, y'all hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll be back at it on tomorrow. We love you and we mean it. God, I'm waiting. We now rejoin our live coverage of the WNBA already in progress. And at the top of the second half, it's 16 to 9. Easton leads the scoring with four. And that's why she commands $7,000 a year. These gals sure do make it look difficult. But is having this minor skill worth being so unattractive? That's for the fan to decide. Yay! Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.